all done. I'm pretty much done. I just needed to, uh, yeah, I needed to have some alignment going on. Yeah? Yeah. Are you chaotic evil or chaotic neutral today? Chaotic neutral, I think. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling as well disposed to the world as I ever do. <laughs> I'm feeling as, as inclined to be kind and, 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 and lovely as I ever am. So I <laughs> feel I've reached the dizzy heights of neutral. Steady. You know. Wanna, Steady. Wanna, wouldn't want to go overboard. just confuses things. <laughs> what else are you going to click a finger against to make a noise? No, I mean four <laughs> fingers at once then. Olé! Olé! Put Spenny's in knapsack, exit stage left. You leave my maracas out of this. I will do that. Anyway, moving on. Thank you. It feels solid and unusual. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's before the watershed. Uh, oh, gods, is it? Yeah. Oh, boy. I oh, mean, no, before the watershed. We're okay before the watershed. Are we? It's after the watershed we really get wild. Well, things get fun. Yeah. I mean, we're recording before the watershed. Technically, we don't know when people are going to be listening to it. So mm. we have to assume it's before the watershed. We Unless do. we it's assume safer. it's after the watershed and they... That could be interesting. Yeah. Let's not go there. What would you like to talk about today? i tell you what. Yeah. Should we start a Frithcast? We should. Okay. Yeah. Lovely listeners, welcome to episode 74 Hello. of Frithcast. Welcome around the virtual campfire. Come on in, warm your knees. You know the drill. Grab the marshmallows off Kate. She hasn't eaten them all get, yet. Get, 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 Mine. <gasps> My marshmallows. Oh, all right. Okay, I'll hand them out. Okay. I'm Suzanne Martin. I'm one of... I am 0.5 of your hosts for Frithcast. I'm a heathen. I do random stuff. I'm... A queer heathen who loves geeky stuff, so if this is your bag, come and settle in. It's going to be awesome. I mean, come and settle in anyway. You just yeah. might not enjoy it so much. Yeah, it might be. You might find it's your thing, and you might not, and that's okay too. I still always expect you to say I'm Suzanne Martin, the editor-in-chief of Cracked. Well, I can say it, but it doesn't quite make it true. I'm not. I'm not. Would um, you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Kate. I'm also... Uh, no, in fact, I'm not... I'm also not... I don't work for Cracked. I'm not a heathen. But I, you are the other 0.5 of Frithcast. I am the other 0.5 of Frithcast. I also like geeky stuff. Um, and I'm... Uh, otherwise, I'm just here to make up the numbers. Everything's fine, lovely listeners. It's, it's true. There's not too much room in that coffee. Okay. <sighs> lovely listeners, it's come to our attention recently that there has been a certain film recently released 
that has been charitably described as a furry trip. Rise of Skywalker. No, the other one. I'm struggling. What film could you be talking about? Mm. Uh, Really trippy. What fur-based animal-related films have there been recently (laughs) where I've seen people, several people, Go arg arg my eyes. Live tweet them. <laughs> Live tweet them the, yes. the movie. Yeah. And I've I have actually seen several independent people say, I'm not sure what's happening. Yeah. And I don't think I ever will again. No. <laughs> that one. That film right there. We are of course talking about I know why I'm leaving this, these pauses. Oh. It's 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 uh, I'm doing the drama like they do on the like dancing competition. Oh, you need one of them wee drones in here then. Oh, yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. I am, of course, talking about... Dot, dot, dot. And then 25 minutes later... <sighs> Wake me up when it's over. Rise of Skywalker. No, no. The other one. Cats. Yeah, that We're talking one. about cats. So I figured it was probably time we did an episode with cats in it. Okay. Not the same kind of cats. So we're not talking about cats with human feet. Nope. Human basic... Shapes. Nope. Especially in certain areas. Uh-uh. And we're not talking about cats where the fur comes off at the wrist because they've forgotten to edit in the... No. Okay. Not that kind of cats. All right. The other kind of cats. Do tell me about the other kind of cats. Okay. We're going to look at one of part of one of the Icelandic sagas. Okay. And this is probably, again, it's a little bit odd, but it's a saga that deals with one family over five generations. Okay. And it's a little bit different to a lot of the other sagas are very plain, they're very bold-spoken, they're very factually based. Yeah, well, they've they've never been people to tend to mess around very much. Yeah, this saga kind of has a whole big dose of, when I was your age... It's got that going on all the way through. It's I like, you know, to... when people were young, they didn't do this kind of fannying about. and I had to walk 14 <clears throat> yeah. miles to school every day in the rain, uphill both ways. And only 14? I had to sleep in a coal <laughs> scuttle for 27 hours a day and then I had to get up to go to school, etc., etc. <laughs> yeah. So this saga has a whole kind of fairly big sprinkling of get off my lawn when I was your age all over the middle of it. Okay. It's a very different kind of saga to a lot of the Icelandic sagas, which are very plain spoken, very factual accounts of things that happen. So who wrote this one? And what, what was their issue? Don't know. Don't know. The first copy, the oldest vellum copy that we currently have is dated 1390 to 1425. And they think the wording of it, because they're using that whole little satnav for words that they use, they think the wording of it comes from around 1300, so it's late. Okay. That is late. It is late. So this is one family over five generations, and it starts in Norway, and one of the family heads of the household moves the whole family to the north of Iceland into a valley. Okay. There's a whole amulet magic trick that goes on that means that he has to move to Iceland. It's not because of a threat or any kind of damage or anything else. Asiris tells the head of the family 
that the amulet that he was given in reward for fighting in a battle has yeah. been magically transported to a valley in Iceland and he's got to go there to settle there. It's going to be in the place that he's going to settle. Okay. And he goes, Tosh, what poppycock? And then goes home and can't find the amulet and goes, oh, poot. Everybody pack your bags. We're going to move to Iceland. Right. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Okay, so he goes from, I can't find my amulet. Yeah. To, let's move to the north of Iceland into a valley that we've never been to before because a CRS has told me that's where my amulet's going to have gone. Yep. He doesn't sort of say, like, who's been in this room and then, like, upend them and shake them until it falls out of their pockets or anything like that. No. Doesn't post it up on Lost and Found. I mean... Just up sticks the entire family, moves them to a valley in the north of Iceland. I'm saying there would be intermediate steps. There might be, but this saga doesn't list them. Okay, fair enough. All right. So he moves the whole family to a valley in the north of Iceland. Also, presumably there are people in the north of Iceland already. There are. There's not many, especially around the north. There's always the risk somebody might find the amulet and nick it because it's basically just lying there in the middle of a valley. Going, put your farm here. Right? But if somebody happens happens by it, thinks, oh, there's a nice shiny thing in the grass. Let's go and have a look at that. That would have been a whole different saga. An amulet. Although having... You see, now I'm running away with myself because an amulet, to me, isn't necessarily a shiny thing. It's something that has been made Mm. to contain a magical... You know the, the 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 force of a spell or the force of will that goes into a spell. Yeah, it's something a that's focus. been made to, as opposed to a talisman, which is something that's been just like picked up. Or yeah, I on mean you. they do use the word amulet, mm. but although having said that, in Diablo, it's a nice shiny metal thing that you hang around your neck. So it is. Let's yeah. go with that. Okay, so there's another way that this saga differs from a lot of Icelandic sagas out there. It covers five generations of one family, and that's nothing particularly outstanding in sagas. There's a lot of sagas that cover these multiple generations of one family line. Hence, well, hence, yeah. Hence, I mean, saga. Saga, yeah. yeah. So, it, that it covers five generations is not unusual, but what is unusual is that all five heads of this family are chilled out dude bros that just kind of settle. They're peaceful. They're prosperous. They get on well with their neighbours. They don't do anything loud and daft and brash and get themselves killed. Well, this is good. They're all chilled. All five of them. That's fair enough. I mean, you don't... Yeah, not not doing anything loud and brash and getting yourself killed is... Yeah, they're all well respected. They're good... all described as good men. Okay. And, you know, there's a very much a focus on honour through this saga. Mm-hmm. And what it does, the middle one of the five is a chap called Thorstein. Okay. Now, there's been a Thorstein two generations before, and this guy's actually named after his grandfather. Right. So this is Thorstein the Younger, if you want to put it that way, rather than Thorstein the Grandfather. Okay. One of the other things about this saga is that it's very short. Okay. Compared to other big, long, epic sagas like Eagle's Saga or Nal's Saga, which we've done, it's short. So there are ways in which it is not like cats. There are ways in which it is totally not like cats. Okay, fair enough. This is only 47 chapters. By the way, if anybody listening actually watched Cats and enjoyed it, good on you. Yeah. I actually haven't seen it. I'm only going by what other people have said. Yeah. So I, I, can't, be too, I can't be too snide and scathing. 
Well, hang fire because the cats are coming into this, but not those cats. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, I I have absolutely no you know and no disrespect to anybody who's watched it and enjoyed it. It's, it's a good thing. If you've enjoyed it, that's great, and I'm glad. Yeah. Carry on. Thanks. Okay. Okay. So, this is forty-seven chapters long, and this is considered quite short for a saga. Wow. Chapter twenty-seven is less than a page, and basically says Thorstein becomes chief along with some other bits and pieces that happen. But okay. essentially, Thorstein becomes chief. He's well-respected. He's a good man. He's kind of like, you know, everybody's settled out in this little valley in the north of Iceland and going, hey, this is pretty good. Yeah. Quite like it out here. So the people, and I'm assuming this is more people than his own family, I'm assuming by this point that he's got retainers and farmers and there's a whole settlement built up around him. Yeah. It's not just that one family in the north of Iceland. The people tell him about a guy called Thorolf Sledgehammer. That's a good name. It is an awesome good name. Now, this guy is a bit of a bad egg. Basically, the saga says they don't expect anything but bad stuff to come out of where this guy is because he's a thoroughly rotten all the way through. Is This this is the guy Peter Gabriel was singing about? I, possibly. Okay. Okay. I just, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, just sorry, my head was in saga mode and not in, right. in Genesis mode there might, for a minute. He might also have done a song called Thorolf, I don't know. Don't think he did. No? Could be wrong. Okay. Yeah, don't think he did. So he gets told about a guy who's living in the settlement called Thorolf Sledgehammer. Okay. Who is thoroughly in with the, the goatee of, of doom and he's well out there with the mirror universe kind of wahaha i am evil evils a thoroughgoing villain he is a villain a villain he is a villain which originally meant somebody who lived in the towns but never mind uh, now i'm confused he does kind of live in the settlement but he's a total bad egg basically okay, fair enough and he i dislike him already <laughs> he defends his house with 20 cats Hence the name Sledgehammer. What? <laughs> okay. I know. 20... I know. I All right. Know. 20, ca 20 cats. 20 monstrous cats. Oh, monstrous cats. Most you of didn't, whom you... are under the influence of witchcraft. You see, you didn't set... I don't know, basket weaving? Yeah. You know, cake baking. Origami. Yeah. Oh, I, you mean witchcraft? I thought you meant under the influence of witchcraft. That was bad. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad, 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 bad. I thought I might get away with it until about halfway through, and then I thought, no, this isn't going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work, but I'm going to have to go for it anyway. Gotta, Too I'm, late! I've Too late! I've got to lean into it. Divert! Divert! <laughs> oh, um, never mind. No, the, initially... Right, okay, Monstrous Cats. Under Monstrous the influence Cats. Of why? Why with... Oh, why? He's called Sledge... Never mind, go on. <laughs> yeah. He's not called like, you know, Mr. Mistopheles and Twenty Magical say, Mistress when does, like, Cats. Bomb not... ballerina turn up. Don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> the less you mention about total snacks, the better. Oh dearie me, no. No. Do not go there. I'm not going there. Don't go there. So Thorolf is the bad guy. So he stood there, like you know, ye Viking Pokemon trainer, twenty big massive monstrous cats. Outside his house. <laughs> Set a bomb by like five, ten, fifty, big, large, large, big, huge, cats. huge, big cats. Yeah. 
And then this wee little one at the front starts going, Midnight. No, no, it doesn't. Not a sound from no, the pavement. We're going to get sued. Yeah, we probably are. <laughs> we're either going to get sued for singing the song or we're going to get Badly. sued by the listeners for singing the song. No, your singing is beautiful. Thank you. So, Chieftain Thorstein says... Also, I thought that was memory. It is. Midnight is the same song. Yeah. Carry on. Okay. So, Thorstein basically says that all the, his, the, the men of the place are telling him is true. There's a guy, he's a bad egg, he's got 20 monstrous cats, mostly under the influence of witchcraft... And he says, it's not easy to deal with this man of hell and his cats. Hell, H-E-L. Oh. Oh. Ah, but this is quite late on. And then he says, I'll spare my men that. So he's basically kind of reframed the entire idea. He doesn't want to go and attack this guy because he's got 20 monstrous cats on his side and it's not going to end well to... I'm going to be a good chieftain and spare my men that fight and not take them there in the first place because I'm I'm concerned for their safety. Okay, and nothing at all to do with the fact that I might get set upon by 20 monstrous witch cats. Yeah, yeah, so... Oh, that's a new ship name. <laughs> 20 monstrous cats. Monstrous witch cat. Monstrous witch cat. I'm definitely calling my next ship <laughs> that. <laughs> so... Sorry. So, Thorolf, bad guy, is inside his house realises that he's got visitors coming, doesn't like this idea. On account of being a bad egg. On account of being a bad I'm not egg. I'm saying, you know, you have... And the make, saga not says... Not liking visitors makes you a bad egg. I'm just saying he's a bad egg, so presumably he's going to like yeah. dislike people. Carry on. Well, it does say he could never abide the company of good men. There you see. Yeah. So he says, I intend to have my cats take care of this. I'm going to put them all outside in the doorway... And the men will be slow to gain entry with them defending the entrance. I would imagine so. See, my thought is all the guys coming in have got to do is take one sword out, reflect the sunlight off the sword blade and onto the ground, and the cats are going to just chase that sucker <laughs> all the way around <laughs> it. <laughs> it's a shame. Pounce yeah. on the light ball. Yeah, it's a good job they hadn't invented lasers, isn't it? It's a really good job. <laughs> just, just scattered little red dots all over the garden and they just go completely... Yeah. 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 Completely so, you know, catnip. Glitter ball, catnip. Oh, dear. Bag of catnip. So the bad <laughs> guy basically says, I'm going to stick my cats outside, all 20 of them, yeah. monstrous big black cats, witchcraft thing going on, and that will stop all these good men coming to me because I really do not want to see them. Don't want to have anything to do with good. good no, and I really don't think they're here to do me any good. So he lights a fire in his house and fills the house with smoke on the inside to keep people from going into it. I mean, I've heard of smudging. Yeah, not like this. But it's not normally to keep people <laughs> <No>. out. <laughs> so then all the cats start howling and behaving monstrously, whatever that is, oh, to keep the invaders... I can hear it in my head like Ghostwatch. <laughs> it's like Ghostwatch in my head. So the chieftain's brother, Yoko, tells the chieftain... Let's not go in there. Let's not worry about these cats. <laughs> Do not want to go down. Fluffy is looking mighty fierce. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> Here, Tiddles. Yeah, no, it's not happening. 
Did you so, bring that fish with you? Yeah. Laser pointer. <laughs> fish, catnip, anything to deal with 20 monstrous, really, really knocked off cats. And, and, and tittles. And tittles. <laughs> 19 really monstrous cats and tittles. <laughs> it's just... It's not a good image. Still, still in training. Probationary monstrous cat. So... So he basically says, the chieftain says, I don't want to go in the house because we're not able to keep the troops safely together because there's 20 monstrous cats. They're going to put fleas in your armour. It's not going to end well. How big is this house? How big are these 20 cats? Well, yeah, granted, but also they can't keep the troops together in the house? In the house, because it's full of smoke. I understand so that. So you can't see what is in there if you're trying to fight in a room full of smoke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. I would I would have thought it being full of smoke you'd you'd keep together. Anyway, please do continue. Okay. So Yokel who is the brother of the <laughs> chieftain who's come with him to go and attack this bad guy and drive him out of the house. Yep, yep. They set fire to the outside of the house. Oh for God's sakes. <laughs> So we've got... Right, let me recap. Yeah. Somebody's got to go to the north of Iceland to set settle in a valley because an amulet got moved there. Yep. Right. Somehow that's gone away and what's happened instead is... Well, that's some... Ingemund, who's Thorstein's father. Where is this all happening? This is all happening in a, villa, in, in a valley... In the north of Iceland. So this is after the settling has this been done? This is after the settling has I, been done. I, I understand. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I must have missed <clears throat> a basic link at the beginning there. I understood you were saying, you know, you you were telling me the relatives and stuff. I didn't realise. Okay, so we've done the settling. We've the amulet the settling. is not a factor anymore. The amulet is not a factor anymore. Okay. Everybody's so, kind of chilled out in the north of Iceland in a nice wee little valley. It's all good. Recap yeah. then. So, good guy. Yes. Thor Stein. Yeah. Wants to go and what's he doing this for again? His his settlement peoples have told him yeah. that there is a jolly bad egg. Oh, and he's just got to go living in a house and he's just got okay. to go deal with the bad egg. Right. But they never actually state what the dealing with so actually why. means. Okay, they fair enough. So they he's don't sort go, of right. say whether it's just a talking to or whether it's a darn good thrashing. They don't actually say. <laughs> But I'm guessing it's probably not thrashing. a talking to because these are Vikings and these are Icelanders and they're not Icelandics and they're not kind of in for a whole lot of diplomacy and everything else. OK, so. Right. So Thorstein and his men. Yeah. Go to the house. Thorolf's house. Of Thorolf Gabriel the Sledgehammer Badman. Yeah. And they say to him, and he's got, and they and they want to get in the house. He's got twenty cats and tiddles. <laughs> yep. Witchcraft cats. <laughs> twenty witchcraft Monstrous cats. Monstrous witchcraft cats. Master Pokemon trainer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he, they're all in the doorway right now, as this is how I'm visualising. They're all in the doorway. It's like the, twenty people in a 20, phone box. Yeah. All twenty yeah. massive cats in because one doorway. Because you know that when you put cats in a container, they just like take on the shape of the container. That's right, exactly. So this is 20 massive cats in the doorway. Being He's got a, a door. big kind of furry door thing going on. Yeah, furry, yeah. hissing, scratchy door. Yeah. Okay, so inside the house... Yeah. Thorolf, the sledgehammer guy... Yeah. Has 
that has started smoking out the inside of the house which he is currently in. Yeah, he didn't really think that one through, but yes. Right. Yeah. In order that the people who are outside in the fresh air yeah. should not be able to see. Yes. Right. This so, is the logic of it. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, tactics now. Mm-hmm. The inside of the house is full of smoke. And the cat door. The doorway's full of cat. Yes. Peter Gabriel's in the house somewhere. Uh-huh. And we need to get in the house, so we're going to set fire to the outside of the house yep. in order to make the outside fresh air all smoky as well. Technically, yes. Please go on. Okay. So, <laughs> Jokul, who is Thorstein, the attacking chieftain's brother, yep. says to him, let's set fire to the outside of the house. So they grab a brand and they set fire to the outside of the house. Because com- because sense, yes. Yep. Strategy. Because sense and strategy... So... Or perhaps I should say... Catergy. That was bad. Yes. <laughs> so... Thorstein says, right, let's see what he's going to do now because we've set his house on fire. Yeah. With his yowling cat door and he's inside full of smoke. He's like, oh, pants, my house is now on fire as well. And I can't get out my door because it's full of my cats. It's full of my cats. (laughs) So Thorolf, who's inside, thoroughly bad egg, leaps out with two chests of silver. Do 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 you know the weirdest thing that's going on at the moment in my head? What? Right. This is in 1300 and something. Yes. Or at least the story yeah, yeah, being written yeah. down in 1300 and something. We're in a valley in the north of Iceland. Uh-huh. Why then is my brain filling in all the detail and making this house look like a medi- a sort of late, early modern English thatched cottage <laughs> in a garden with a, with, hedge, with carefully tendered hedges around it and a little tree in the corner? I don't and a little know. garden path going down to a gate at the Why is my brain doing I this? I don't know. Does it have a wee pond going on with goldfish? Probably. Yeah. If I went around the back, I'd probably find one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't well, understand. The chieftain it's got basically a Viking living in it. Gets through the garden gate, goes up to the thatch and sets it on fire. So there is thatch. <laughs> there's a house that he sets on fire. Tell me can we just pretend there's thatch? <laughs> we can pretend there's thatch. Thank you. That way the the, the 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 disconnect is not quite as stark. Okay. Oh, God, now I've got Starks in there as well. Don't do it. That, that never ends well, don't do it. Mm. So Thorolf, completely bad egg, yep. leaps out of his smoky house of cats yep. with, two chests, smoky house of cats. with two chests of silver okay. and makes with the running... With two chests of With silver. With two chests of silver. My God, he's good. Yeah, he's very good. Okay, so I can see him. He looks like he's like Obelix. He looks like Obelix. He's carrying two chests <laughs> under his arms. <laughs> and he's just... Right. And his feet are doing that... <laughs> yeah. Roadrunner thing. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. So one of Thorstein's Straight men... Out the garden gate. <laughs> One of Thorstein's men, a Norwegian man, runs after him. Right. And they run him... They, the pair of them run down to the river. Okay. Thorolf basically stops and it says he comes to a... It's usually translated to a place of a deep hole. Hole or a mire place or something else down by the river. A pit um, of some description. Yeah. Thorolf then 
grabs the nearest pursuing man, this Norwegian guy. Mm -hmm. How he does that, carrying two chests, I do not know. But he does. Third arm, grabs the Norwegian and says, you want to have a race against me, but now we can go together, and jumps into the mire or the hole so that they both sink and neither of them come back up again. Oh, crikey, that's dark. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) Thorstein... Having just, you know, ridden to, to presumably just gone to go have a, a nice cup of tea and a chat with this guy over lavender shortbread biscuits. Well, the, I mean, yes, then now. Then was cause... faced with a cap full of doorway and as faced with a smoky interior. And Hang this on, guy, wait, wait, not wait. what? A cat full of doorway. Yes. Cat full of doorway. It's very specific. Okay. It's translated that way. Hush. <laughs> cat full of doorway. The inside of the house smoking out. And he's like, but we just want to talk to you. Then has one of his Norwegian men, which is where the family have come from, chase down this guy and end up getting dragged by him into a pit or a mire along with two chests of silver. His comment on seeing all of this was the equivalent of the Count of Monte Cristo guards going, well, that could have gone better. (laughs) Because he said, this has turned out very badly. (laughs) (laughs) his whole very dry comment on this entire episode morning of all that could have gone better i mean give the man credit he's not wrong yeah i mean i assume he's not wrong i mean we don't know what he'd gone for well no so he basically says i'm assuming it wasn't we're gonna chase this we're gonna lose two chests of silver yeah the sledgehammer dude yeah and my norwegian mate yeah into a mire of pit yeah it's my a pit of Something. All of that. I mean, I'm assuming that's not what they went up there for, so I'm guessing it probably it's didn't not, go terribly well. You know, they could have just been going up for tea and biscuits, and it did not end well. But oh. he basically says, this has turned out very badly. <laughs> and I'm just imagining the two guards in the Count of Monte Cristo going, well, that could have gone better. I'm imagining just... uh, Captain Mal Reynolds with no clothes on, sitting on a rock. Yes. Yeah. It's that kind of Which is a coincidence. Thing. I realise... I was just thinking about Captain Reynolds with no clothes on sitting on a rock. I hadn't realised there was a link. <laughs> My wife is incorrigible. I'm joking, of course. So, <laughs> he basically says, the chieftain says, well, the rest of the bad guy's treasure will give it as compensation to the family of the guy who's been dragged down into the mire. Okay. So we can give them something. Okay. And it it kind of ends this chapter by saying that the place where the bad guy's farmstead stood, that has now been burned to the ground, all the smoke's dissipated, all the cats have presumably stopped being a door. And, and gone have, back have to dissipated hell. Being or cats. Or maybe they Ah maybe they've turned back into stone like the terror dogs in Ghostbusters. Yeah. They basically, it says that cats are always sighted around this area and it's an ill-fated sight. Okay. So, you know, people don't kind of want to go near it after this episode and they don't want to go there, presumably. Because of sorcery and and, and evil. So, yeah. Werecattery. It's quite a short saga, but it's a very different kind of saga to to a lot of the other ones that are out there. So that's it? That's the end of chapter 28. That's the whole... That little short story episode about what they do with Thorolf 
who is bad guy, evil doppelganger, twin goatee. What they do with him is the whole of chapter 28. Because you've just said doppelganger. Yeah. So the guy who went into the pit, pulling the Norwegian after him, Mm -hmm. was not... No, I mean, like, doppelganger as in Mirror Universe. Oh, I see. That kind of... The, the evil twin thereof. Goatee he was, spot beard. Yeah, he was Thorolf, was Thorolf goatee beard, basically. Okay. Where he was saying things that, you know, he was being a general bad egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one who dragged the Norwegian in, so he was the only one living in that farmhouse. He'd stolen from a load of people, so they went, oh, that could have gone better, but at least we've got his wealth, and we can redistribute that out amongst the community, presumably minus... The two chests of the silver. The two chests of silver and the poor Norwegian guy. Him, and the Norwegian guy that he took with him as well. So he just... He took his chests. Mm-hmm. He ran away. Yep. He got to the river. Yep. And rather... And he just went, ah, oh, sod it. Yeah. And just jumped in the thing. Yeah. Wow. Taking somebody else with him. Okay. So That's yeah. grim. Bit of a mad grimness, but it's only one chapter out of 40-odd chapters. Oh, fair enough. Um, and for the most part, this saga is uh, all of the five leads, including Thorstein, which we've just been hearing about, Thorstein Chieftain. Yeah. They're all well-respected. They're all good-mannered. They're all honest. They're all, they all keep honour with people. Yeah. It, it's quite odd to find a saga that doesn't list any of the main characters going to the dark side, if you like. It's mm, mm. like all of these five are all in the light side and they're Every, well, everybody sort of starts dreadfully out. good Jedi. It's like, wait, hang on. Everybody kind of starts out where they start out and they just stay there. Yeah. Well, oh, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, so it's a bit of a different saga this time round. Yeah. As per usual, we will throw some links into the description if you want to go read that chapter of this saga for yourself or you want to read the whole saga, bearing in mind it's quite short, it's quite a good one to get your teeth into to start reading the sagas. Mm -hmm. But it's still got, like the sagas we've touched on before, a lot of names and a lot of connections. 20 screeching demon cats in a doorway. In a doorway, being a door. 20 screeching demon cats in a doorway. Which one will the... I can't do that. No. (laughs) (laughs) doesn't work. So we're going to leave you with the image of 20 screeching cats in a doorway, lovely listeners. I'm walking backwards for Christmas. <laughs> Sorry. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to, I, after, 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 I'm, because the, the, there was a degree of, how can I put it, sort of fraughtness. Is yeah. that a word? Fraughtness. Yeah. Yeah. It was fraught. Yeah. That was. I mean, that was that was like a, a short period of time. We've just probably covered like, what are we on minutes? Minutes. Quite possibly, yeah. But it's, it's probably as inexplicable as the movie that we saw at the beginning. It's a very <laughs> strange little chapter the, well, in the well, middle of. We. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I I which I haven't seen. Don't know. But. but... Uh, um, but... <laughs> I'm kind of in two minds. It's like part of me wants to go and watch it and part of me doesn't. Part yeah. of me's frightened. <laughs> I think with good reason. Um, <laughs> Lovely listeners, we're going to leave you with the image of 20 screeching cats in a doorway being a door. With human feet. With human feet. Singing. 
<laughs> and I'm in the feet. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what Suzanne was going to say just then was <laughs> I ain't got nobody to go with. <laughs> If you'd like to find us online. I got rhythm, I got soul. No, like shoe souls. No. Oh, dearie me. Was that no. really bad? Okay. Oh, no, no. Okay, fine. That no. was bad. Apparently that was bad, lovely listeners. Oh. I get my coat. <laughs> if you want to find us online, you can find me. I'm Suzanne Martin. You can find me on Facebook under that name, or you can find me on Twitter at Geetha in Jeans. And if you want to find me for some reason... You'll find me on Facebook as Kate Colbin, and uh, you can also visit me at my terrible website, <laughs> um, blog thing, at uh, glassrain.net. You're welcome to come along and drop me a line there yeah. if you want to. Come and say hi, come and drop us a friend request. We kind of like talking shop. Just come and talk to us about stuff. It's we all do. good. Yeah. And we will... We can actually talk about things that make sense as well. Just not in these podcasts. Not in these podcasts. <laughs> Apparently. Lovely listeners, we will talk to you all next time for episode 75. See you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.